Welcome back to Ed Talk. I'm your host, Tamara, and this is the podcast about anything and everything educational. Today, we're going to talk about some reading tips that you can have at home, that you can utilize at home, and then we're also going to talk about Teacher Appreciation Week, and we have a few ideas for you about what you can do to show appreciation for your teacher. There's some gifts and some tricks, and things that you will know that teachers truly appreciate so you're not just guessing. So if you haven't gotten your gifts for your teachers, then we're going to go over that in just a few minutes. So all right, let's get started. We're going to talk about some parent tips for reading with children. There are several different ways that you can help install the love of reading because we know that a lot of children do struggle with reading. We know that we want to instill that love, make it intrinsic, and there are a few ways you can do that. The first way is you can be a role model for your child. This is huge. We underestimate that our actions are louder than words. We underestimate that that is such a powerful tool. So when children see an adult reading They want to emulate adults. And if they see you reading, whether it's reading in a newspaper or the magazine or even a reading on a Kindle or an iPad, if they see you reading a book, they're going to want to read a book as well. Because as children get older, they, they tend to want to emulate you more and more. I mean, yes, when they're very little, they they are like little mini-me sometimes and they follow you and they do the things exactly like you. They, you know, pretend to be you. They play house, things like that. But even as they get older, when you think they're not paying attention, especially in the preteen years when you think they are not listening to things you say, they are. And they especially take into account your actions. So the more you read, the more you show them that you enjoy reading, that there are things that they can read, that you prioritize reading, then they're going to also prioritize it in their own life. All right. The second tip we have for you is read out loud. Read out loud to them. You know, um, read out loud as a family. There are so many really cool audio books going on that you can even listen to, to do that. Or you can take a book and, you know, as a family, you can, you know, kind of share reading the book. Everyone takes a different paragraph. Everyone takes a page. Everyone takes a chapter. Depends on, of course, your family dynamics, but children like to sit and listen to their parents read. They love to listen to older siblings read, uncles, aunts, whatever it may be. But they love to listen to you read because sometimes they don't have the fluency. That means they can't read fluidly without breaks and pauses and stops, because sometimes they're still trying to decode or decipher a word, right? They're trying to sound it out. And so when they hear an adult reading out loud, they get to hear how it should sound fluidly. 
And it really works well if you both each have your own copy of the book or if you're sitting next to each other and you're pointing at the words as you read them. That's really important as well because it's called tracking. And as you track those words with your finger, then this, the child knows to go from left to right and they are able to follow along with the words to see what you're doing. So, um, make sure you read out loud and it doesn't matter what the topic is. I mean, of of course it needs to be child-friendly and appropriate for their age, but it can be like fascinating facts. It can be nonfiction or it can be fiction. It can be a great story book. It could be a really short book. It could be a long chapter book. Just read out loud to them and make it an experience and enjoyable. The third tip I have for you is to choose success. What do I mean by choose success? Well, everyone loves to experience success. Everyone likes to feel that they are successful at things. So when you're choosing books for your child, maybe choose some books that they're going to feel successful reading. So choose books that they're not going to have to sound out too many words. They're not going to be struggling, thinking about it with reading comprehension, When you are having them read out loud to you or you guys are, you know, sharing, they read one page, you read one page, pick a book that they're going to be successful and proud that they can read. And then you build on that confidence level, just build upon it. And maybe then you have like just a word here or there that they struggle that they want to ask you, or maybe they've learned a new vocabulary word and they're going to read it in a book now, or, you know, there's a passage or maybe you see a book that you guys have gone through and they're like, Hey, what's this word mean mom? And you tell them, and then you go back and you're reading and then they're able to say it without hesitation. And they feel so good. It's they feel successful doing it. And that's what you want. And just to let you know, you might hear a book several times, but that's okay. Because when a kid feels successful, they want to read it over and over and over. And that's how you build fluency. That's how you build prosody. Those are, that, that is, um, for those of you that are like fluency is fluidly. They're going to read where they don't have to stop and pause. Prosody, they're going to give inflection into the words. Well, you know, when they're saying, oh, um, Peggy Sue says that. I love flowers. You know, they put some emphasis into the sentence or how they think that someone may talk. That's kind of prosody. It's not just, I like to read a book. They would, they would say it with prosody. I like to read a book. So fluency and prosody, those are two educated words. And that is what you want to have students instill into their learning when they're reading. All right. So the most important thing about this, choose success and focus on how happy students are that they are feeling success. So when they read that book over and over, don't focus on the fact that, oh my God, I can't hear this thing and again and again and again. Focus on, wow, I'm so proud of my child. They're loving reading. That's the key. All right. And my last tip for today, because we want to keep it short and simple, we had be a role model, we had read out loud, we had choose success, and I also want you to make moments, because that is truly what being a family is about, right? And children love to have their parents' attention. Let's face it, we love attention as humans, 
whether it's negative or positive, but let's choose positive. So let's make some positive fun moments with reading and make some special moments when you're thinking of your reading activities or some some fun ideas for reading. Could be, um, oh, you could have a tea party and read together at a tea party. You know, sip your little tea, read a passage, now it's your turn. I sip my tea while you read to me, you know, back and forth, or they just listen as you read. You can also read to, read to your dog, read to a pet, um, or read to stuffed animals if you don't have a pet. They love that. They love that pretend game and that they're reading. Or you can both pretend to be teachers teaching their stuffed animals how to read, right? Um, just have those wonderful moments. Um, oh, boys love to read comic books. Um, that, I mean, girls like it too, but boys tend to love it even more. There's also more comic books geared to boys. Let's face that, but that's okay. I mean, let's just get the kids reading. So, um, baseball card stats or football card stats or Pokemon cards, right? Have them read that information and share that information to you. Man, my nephew, we have more fun playing Pokemon Go and he reads his Pokemon cards to me and he tells me everything about that Pokemon character. It's fantastic and I love it because he has become a better reader. I can tell when we first started and now he can read that stuff off those cards much more fluently. All right, and then, oh, another fun thing. You can read recipes. Have them read recipes to you. You can read recipes to them. Make things together, some simple recipes, whether um, it could be um, Rice Krispies. You know, that's a pretty simple recipe to put together. They can read to you the steps, and you can put it together, or vice versa, depending on the age of the child. Always make it age-appropriate. So let me just go over it one more time. Role model, read out loud, choose success, and make moments reading. And that is how you can instill the love of reading, um, and, you know, for all the children that you know, and it will help them gain the confidence. So when they do have their classes at school, whether it's online or in a physical building, they are more confident with reading and you're helping them. So you'll have great moments because you'll say, hey, how did reading class go today? And they'll probably have something positive. All right. So keep those conversations going. Enjoy reading with your children. So let's move on to Teacher Appreciation Week. There are several gift tips I have for you so that you can give your child's teacher or teacher's gifts that they will really appreciate and they will love and they will use and they will cherish. First and foremost, we're going to talk about personalized items for teachers. Teachers love this. They love to have that mug with their name on it because when you're working with a large staff at a school and you might have one little faculty lounge and you need to make sure that cups don't get mixed up, right? So personal items like a mug or a cup, things like that, they love that. Personalized note cards or um, notepads that they can write notes on and share. They already have their name on that notepad. And then, you know, they can just write a memo down 
And if they're giving it to another teacher, they know who it's come from or a parent or whatever. They love that. Personalized pens, personalized pencils. And I do know a lot of teachers really like having that door or a desk sign with their name on it, especially if they're just starting out. They love having that because they, it makes them feel more professional as a teacher, you know, to set that little name placard, you know, on your desk and, um, it just adds something special and they'll always have it the rest of their career. I still have mine. Um, especially when I became an administrator, I had a friend have a crystal block one engraved with my name. I love it. I still have it. It means so much to me because it was an accomplishment for me. And it's a daily reminder that, yeah, I worked hard to get where I was or where I am. And, um, same thing for the teachers. It shows them that you appreciate them and they're going to remember you and your child pretty much for the rest of their career. And that's a good thing. <laughs> we, we remember all of our students in some way, shape or form. Um, so the next tip I have are practical items. Teachers love practical items, just things they need like sticky notes and it can be all shapes and sizes. So just sticky notes in general. Um, teachers really love to give reward pencils to students. You know, it could be pencils with different holidays. It could be just pencils that say you're great or I'm proud of you or um, thanks for working hard. Like there's all sorts of different pencils. Super job, amazing, um, you're awesome. Those types of pencils teachers give out, you know, whenever a child goes above and beyond. So they like to give those things out. So if, you know, there's just packs of pencils that you can buy different places, um, two great resources for teachers in regards to that, um, oriental trading and really good stuff. And I, I do not, um, <laughs> I'm not an affiliate with them. I just know as a teacher, those are two really great places to get things that are relatively cheap, oriental training and really good stuff. And, um, teachers love getting, and you know what? A gift card for those places would be amazing as well. Cause then they can choose what they need for their classroom. So to continue with that, just practical stuff, stickers for students, dry erase markers for the classroom and for the students. Cause a lot of classes now have indi individual dry erase boards, um, copy paper. I feel like we can never have enough copy paper or colored construction paper. If they're in elementary, they really need that laminating paper. A lot of teachers really like to laminate things so they could use it year after year. So they have to keep recreating it, or they like to give, um, uh, worksheets or different, um, tools, uh, that paper that are laminated for the students to write on with the dry erase marker, and then they can wipe it off and they can continue practicing and using that. So laminating paper is a great, um, thought as well as cap erasers because students, we, we want students to make mistakes. They learn from their mistakes, but we want them to erase it be, or be able to, um, correct it. So please, you know, cap erasers, kids go through their erasers on the back of pencils a lot. So those are some practical items. And then we get into some more complex, I guess, more, um, substantial, um, items that can be given as gifts for teacher appreciation. 
um, professional development. I don't think it's very widely known that teachers actually have to reapply for their certification, usually about every five years. And they have to have enough credits, whether it's college courses or other professional development courses, or um, they can go to conferences and get, they have to get points in all these different places. And then they have to accumulate enough points to be able to qualify to submit recertification. And that happens, uh, like I said, about every five years, that's when they renew. So ask your teacher if there is a summer course, because that's most often when teachers go to conferences and workshops or in the summertime or on vacation, on their vacation. And um, so ask them if there's a course they would like to go to, if they're really wanting to, you know, attend some kind of workshop and I think the best idea is if there are several parents, uh, or maybe it's a class gift that you can give to the teacher so that they can in, attend the special course, special workshop or conference. Um, and then we go on to some other big wishes. So speaking of like, you know, combined gifts, um, teachers often have to share some big items. Um, and it's, it takes time. You have to wait in line to use items such as copy machines, laminating machines. So there are um, small classroom copy machines, printers, and laminating machines. Teachers really love those. If that is something you're able to do, that would be great. Find out if your teacher has a class copy machine or a class printer or a class laminating machine that they can use for their own classroom. Because waiting for waiting in line for these items, you know, in the faculty lounge or the uh, the I'm gonna say the the faculty workroom um, is usually where you're waiting for a while, and sometimes you don't even get to use it. You've stood there your entire 45 minute planning period, and you don't even get to use it because there's so many people in line. So it takes precious time away from teachers planning. And being able to, you know, do other things with their planning time. So a classroom, a classroom machine, it's a true luxury. And if you could give that to a teacher, you know, I'm just, I know if if I got that, I would be like, you guys are my hero. (laughs) So anyway, um, so I'm just going to kind of review some of the things that teachers might like or I know they would like, I know they would love this. So these are items that all teachers love, personalized items, practical items, that includes gift cards, and professional development to go to courses, workshops, conferences, and then some big ticket items like copy machines, printers, and laminating machines that are classroom size. All right, so that's it for Ed Talk today. I tried to keep it kind of short and simple, but it got kind of long. We talked about reading tips for at-home reading and instilling the love of, of reading in your child and how you can do that. And then we also talked about Teacher Appreciation Week. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and thank you for hanging in there. This is a new podcast and we are getting more and more information. I really have some wonderful guests coming up for some future podcasts. 
please continue to write to me at edtalkwithtamara at gmail.com. That's T-A-M-Y-R-A, edtalkwithtamara at gmail.com. And of course, I listen to your feedback and I try and guide my podcast to address what you are interested in, concerned about, or the hot topics in education today. Have a fantastic day and thanks for listening to Ed Talk.